the little piggy shouted The wolf just frowned as he pouted So they called 9-11 like any piggy would They sent out Rambo just as fast as they could Yo, wolf face, I'm your worst nightmare Your ass is mine Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is Chapter 98. Yes, we're getting oh so close to that triple digit mark, but we're not quite there, so let's move on. Uh, jam-packed episode again this week. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since the last chapter, I should say. Uh, so, lots of stuff going on. Alright, let's get into it. So, movies, matinee moments, as they're called, as, as the segment is called. Um, I did see a couple new movies uh, since the last uh, time. Um, I saw Fern Between Two Ferns the movie on Netflix. Uh, it came out last week sometime. Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Um, if you're not familiar with what Between Two Ferns is, it's just like online talk show that he has that it's kind of... I, I don't know quite how to explain it, but he kind of like... He makes fun of, he basically is making fun of who he's interviewing, and I don't know, he's been doing them for years. There's plenty of them out there. You can find them on Funny or Die. I think they started on Funny or Die. I don't know, they might have started on something else, but whatever. They turned it into a movie for some reason. Um, So basically the plot of the movie is he's still doing these interviews. I guess he's not famous, or he's famous, but for these interviews, like... They don't never reference, like, any of, like, the other stuff he's done, really. Like, they kind of do, but, like, not, like, really. But, like, they don't, like, it's not like he's Zach Galifianakis, the movie star. He's Zach Galifianakis, the, um, Between Two Ferns host. You know, so whatever. So, basically, it's, um, the plot is, like, he, he wants, he wants to become a late night talk show host and um so will ferrell who's you know funny or die so he's like oh well if you can you know do something in a certain amount of time you can get well get you i'll talk to somebody and get you the talk show and then shenanigans ensue so they have to travel across country and meet up with celebrities and do interviews it's kind of a weird movie i don't know it's it's funny at moments but it's like as a movie, it's kind of I don't know, it's kind of weird. Um, but I don't know if you got nothing else to watch on Netflix, which sure, I mean uh, there's so much stuff on Netflix. Like I don't know, I, if you're looking for something and you just want some stupid comedy that's like an hour and a half, go for it. Um, but I also did see Rambo: Last Blood. Uh, I went to the theaters for this one, and the theater I went into they had just been renovated, so like they had like. Um, you know, I wasn't in like the premium section or anything. I was just a regular old theater and they, but they had the like reclining chairs and tables and all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, it it was kind of interesting though, because it's like, well, this theater that I went into wasn't one of the bigger theaters, um, or the, you know, it wasn't one of the bigger rooms at the theater. 
uh, it was one of the smaller screens or smaller rooms or whatever. I don't know. So like, I don't know how many seats there were in there beforehand, but there certainly are a lot less now. Um, maybe it's just less people are going to the movies these days. So they're like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So they're like, ah, hey, whatever. Let's just make it less, let's make it more comfortable, but less seats, you know? So, it, you know, why not? And then they can probably charge more, but I got the, the, um, source showcase subscribe. So I pay same amount every month and well, it hasn't gone up yet. So and I shouldn't say anything. It's a knock on wood that it won't go up, but I'm sure it will at some point, but probably at the beginning of the year. Uh, but whatever, <clears throat> let's move on. So it's our Rambo last blood. Um, it, you know, it, it wasn't bad, but my problems with this movie, I mean, it's just a hour and a half action film with Stallone. I mean, I don't know what else to really call it. My problem was a bit with the connection with Rambo. It was like, I don't know what specifically makes this Rambo. You know, it's like, it's Stallone. I get that, but he doesn't have the long hair. Never wears the headband. Like, there's, I mean, they're calling him John or, you know, Rambo, you know, throughout the movie. Sure, I get that. But they easily could have been calling him some other name and it could have been some other movie. Like, there was no real connection. Like, you know, the the movie starts off um, with him at the farm that he goes to at the end of the last Rambo. Rambo, it was just called Rambo, but it was Rambo 4. Where he finally goes home to Arizona and he goes to the farm that his dad lives at, supposedly. And he walks to the farm. And that's the end of the movie. Credits roll as he's walking to the farm. You never see him get to the farm. Well, you, you kind of see him get to the farm in the in like the distance, but like you never see what happens when you when he gets there. So they just here it is ten years later, and he's still on the farm and he's living with these people. Now they never really totally explain who these people are, unless I just completely like missed it, or what happened to his dad. Like they explained to what happened with the like the. There's, like, the kid and, like, I guess her grandmother. Now, explain what happens to her parents. And she goes down to Mexico to find her dad. That kind of starts everything going. But they never explained who these people are to him. And then who... What happened to his dad? Like, was this was was this his dad's, like, wife? Was this his dad's, like, helper? I was a bit confused, and maybe I just completely missed that whole thing. I don't know. It was... But, like, you know, you never saw his dad, which was the whole point he went there in the first place. So now he's just friendly with these people. Like, there's no explanation to any of it, really. I mean, it's very loose if there is, and maybe I missed it. I don't even know. But regardless, um... You know, there's lots of action, whatever. But, like, the first half of the movie is basically just... And I don't... No spoilers or anything like that, but... I'll try not to. I mean, a little bit, I guess. But, the basically, the first half of the movie is basically taken. And the second half of the movie is... And this is gonna sound weird, but trust me. Home Alone. I know those kind of weird scenarios to put together, but, like, it makes sense if you see it. It's like... Taken... 
and then Home Alone. It's a weird, weird connection there. But, I mean, I don't envision there being another Rambo movie, but you never know at this point. I mean, if he takes another 10 years to make it, I don't see it happening. It didn't do exactly great box office-wise, so I can't see them, like, you know, uh, fast-pacing... Um, or fast shooting, fast tracking. That's the one I'm trying. To, I don't see them fast tracking a sequel anytime soon. Like this, more of was like, a, well, kind of ended Rambo, but I guess I could do another Rambo. Yeah, let's do another Rambo. Oh, we're not doing another ex- ex- Expendables now. Yeah, all right, let's do another Rambo. Maybe I'll do another Expendables down the road. I don't know. It just seemed. I don't know. I don't know. It it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. And um, the Rambo connection was a bit... And (laughs) the Rambo connection. Yeah, Kermit the Frog wasn't saying about the Rambo connection. Um, (laughs) I'm just envisioning Kermit the Frog in like... With like a headband. Kind of like Gizmo in Gremlins 2. Just singing Rainbow Connection, but with Rambo instead of Rainbow. It would work, I think. I don't know. Maybe could change some of the other lyrics to go along with the Rambo movies. I don't know. Either way, you know, would I say you have to go rush out and see it in theaters? No, but uh, eventually down the line, if you're a fan of the Rambo movies or Stallone movies or whatever, yeah, check it out. But, yeah. He didn't wear the headband and he didn't have long hair. It just, how how are you Rambo? I don't know. I don't know. I just had issues with that part of it. But anyways, let's move on. Uh, so, I have another movie that I need to watch. Uh, go to the theaters. Or, I don't need to, but I should. I did pay for it after all. And I already messed up last month. So, I have another movie ticket available for September. Um, I'm not 100% sure... I guess I'll, I mean, I, there's nothing really out there that I really want to see, uh, but Ad Astra, the Brad Pitt movie, seems interesting enough. I'll probably go check that out. Um, but then next week, my October thing kicks back in, and of course, I will definitely be going to see The Joker next week. Um, you know, it's interesting, a lot of people were praising, you know, a lot of the earlier reviews and stuff were praising, you know, Joaquin Phoenix. A lot of people saying, oh, he'll, he's going to get nominated for all these awards and blah, blah, blah. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I have no idea. Um, I mean, you know, obviously, the Jared Leto version of The Joker didn't go over so great. I mean, you know, you know, and Suicide Squad wasn't exactly a great movie. I mean, it did well, box office-wise, but it wasn't a great great movie um but um you know obviously when you're thinking about the joker you gotta gotta look back at keith um, heath ledger uh and obviously he did win the oscar um for the joker but it's kind of a different scenario whereas that was a batman movie and he was the villain the joker the villain and it was um you know um a supporting actor, one for the supporting actor. This time around, and even Jack Nicholson got nominated, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, I have to look that up. He got, I think he got nominated for an Oscar for um, 
for uh, playing the Joker in the in Batman eighty nine. Um, but again, he's the villain of the movie. The, you know, it's a Batman movie. He's the villain. He was supporting actor. Um, and maybe it was just the Golden Globe. I, I don't totally remember. I'll have to look it up real quick. Um, uh, yeah, it was a yeah, it was not meant for Golden Globe. I'm sorry, not Oscar. I was like, yeah, I don't know if it was Oscar. It was definitely, all right, Golden Globe. It was nominated and win. Um, uh, but um, yeah, but anyways, like my point is with this. Is that you obviously have to follow in some large footsteps with, um, you know, Jack Nicholson, obviously, getting, you know, got nominated for a Golden Globe. Sure, whatever, say whatever you want about that. But obviously he had a, you know, a memorable performance as the Joker. Then Heath Ledger, obviously, um, you know, winning the Oscar. And I think he won the Golden Globe, too, if I remember correctly. Um, but, you know, those were supporting roles. This is the lead role. And now you're going to have to take it up a notch. And that's the movie. And, you know, it's the villain versus the antagonist. Um, you know, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so it's like, I don't know how it's going to be portrayed. Is he anti-hero in this movie? I mean, it's the Joker. So how can you... It's It's a weird situation. I don't know. Well, but we'll see. We'll see. There's been a lot of controversy that about some of this movie, where you know it's it's some people are promote saying, oh, it's promoting if someone gets bullied, they should fight back and become evil. It's promoting violence for people getting bullied, and I was like, I don't know that that's necessarily the case here. I mean, like, I think first of all, it's a movie. Second of all, it's a character that's been around for I don't know. 60 70 years at this point it's been portrayed multiple times in film and comics and cartoons and all sorts of things so it's not like this is based off a true story you know it's it's the joker so i don't know people just have i'm gonna complain about it people have reason to complain about everything at all times um anyways i mean that's i mean it's the internet age it's the 24 hours news cycles it's it's all that you got something to complain about complain about it and then you know if your voice is heard then everyone's complaining about it even though it might be one person complaining about it but if they're heard oh everyone's complaining about it so when people get mad for that person complaining about it or mad at that person complaining about it whatever the case may be um regardless i'm going to see joker i think it's going to do well hopefully it's good um the Rotten Tomato score came out a little lower than I was kind of expecting based off of what I had been hearing from everything. But, you know, again, it could be one of those situations where Joaquin Phoenix is really good in the movie, but the movie's okay. We'll see. I don't know. We'll find out next week. Um, Alright, so let's move on to um, the small screen sweeps. Um, obviously, we're in the fall season now. So lots of shows are coming back, but then other the summer shows are kind of wrapping up. Preacher has its finale coming up on Sunday. Um, you know, it's been a pretty good season. Definitely better than, I feel like, last season maybe, or maybe season two. 
I don't know. Season two wasn't amazing. Last season was decent. Season one was great. Uh, but here we are wrapping up season four. Um, and everything will come together, I guess. I don't know. We'll find out what happens. Um, some other stuff going on. The Mayans. They've connected in the Sons of Anarchy a bit a bit in the first season. They're doing a little bit more in this season. There's a big plot point that went down in this week's episode um, with that. Um, it's been good. I mean, if you're... I mean, obviously, it's just continuation sort of of that whole Sons of Anarchy vibe. Maybe it doesn't quite have the same uh, fan base or, you know, I don't know, as a spinoff, they typically never do, but... It is what it is. Uh, what else we got? Um, American Horror Story. Uh, I just watched the second episode. So I was wrong. I was wrong. I'll admit it. I kind of had this theory about what the mo- what the show is going to be. But no, it's basically just a straight up 80s like Thrasher film. Like spread out over however many episodes it's going to be. Which, I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily really... I don't know how I feel about it. Because it's like kind of goes against what the American Horror Story has kind of been. I mean, yes, they've incorporated elements from, like, other kind of horror, you know, genres, for sure. But at the same time, it's always been kind of a unique and new situation, um, for the most part. And it's kind of, a lot of stuff is tied in and and whatever. I feel like they kind of ended that last year with the Apocalypse one, where it's like, alright, this is kind of a bunch of stuff... From other previous seasons, we're all kind of tying it together, and you know, it's kind of gonna end this round of, of American Horror Story. And this one maybe is starting a new way, a new trend, a new whatever. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, well, it's kind of just like an 80s thrasher film, it's like Halloween and Friday the 13th kind of mixed together. I mean, they're they're throwing in a few other elements into it, but I feel like that's more because it's a TV show as opposed to a movie. So you gotta obviously have more layers. Um, but I mean, there's literally a scene in the first episode that's just straight out of Halloween. It's just like, wait, this is just from Halloween, basically. Um, and uh, there's a few other things. I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm just keep on waiting for there to be this twist um, in that it's not exactly as it seems. But it doesn't, it hasn't, hasn't happened. I mean, it's only been two episodes so far, so we still got plenty of time. Um, but I mean, they, you know, obviously they're doing the whole 80s thing, so that's kind of interesting the way they're doing, uh, presenting it. I guess, you know, 80s they haven't really tackled yet. They've done other dec- decades and some timepieces with some of the previous seasons. Um, you know, the, obviously the Asylum one and the uh, Carnival one and the uh, sort of the Roanoke one, I think think i don't know that one was kind of weird um and the witches a bit too um so yeah i don't know i mean it's not bad but it's just kind of interesting that they went that direction uh ballers keeps rolling along (laughs) pun intended pun definitely intended um i mean this this show ballers suffers very much from the same sort of elements that uh, Entourage did. And, you know, I feel like I've talked about this before, but it's, I mean, it's obviously the same people created it and producing it and all that sort of thing. So, 
But it's just say like, oh, here's a bunch of people that are to make millions of dollars, and then something happens that's like kind of bad, but not really bad, and then like, and then it works out. And it's like, wait, what? So I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I mean, it is what it is at this point. So if you haven't watched it, I wouldn't say, oh yeah, you definitely have to watch it. But if you've been watching it, you might as well just keep watching it. I guess. I don't know. Uh, Righteous Gemstone continues to be amazing. Uh, if you're not watching Righteous Gemstones, you should definitely be watching Righteous Gemstones. It is a fantastic show. You know, it's, it's you know, I mean, if you like these Bound and Down or Vice Principles, it's definitely 100% on that level. Um, you know, it's got a great cast of characters and cast. <laughs> so, yeah, and I mean, I definitely recommend it. Um can't, no, not much more else to say than that. Uh, last night, or two nights ago, I should say, they had, USA had the uh, premiere, I guess. It was like a sneak preview of Treadstone, which I, I think starts up in a couple weeks. But if you're not familiar with Treadstone is, it's like the, kind of like the organization that created Jason Bourne, I guess, uh, if I remember correctly. So like they, this is kind of like, a continuation of that story, sort of. It doesn't really have a connection with Jason Bourne it, in and of itself, but it's kind of that whole, you know, whole interweaving um, network of super uh, super soldiers or whatever kind of type of thing. So then there's something happening, and a bunch of them get um, re-woken or whatever, the, whatever it would be to uh, do something. I don't know, just a sneak preview episode. The real season starts a couple weeks. I'm assuming the first episode is just going to be the, the episode they showed. I don't know, but uh, that should be interesting. Uh, looking forward to that. The first episode looked pretty good. So um, definitely uh, um, can't wait for more. Uh, South Park's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Goldberg's Modern Family all came back last night. Uh, one episode deep. I mean, there's not much to say too much. I mean, South Park is kind of continuing the integrity story that they had from last season. And maybe, was it, did they start that last season? Or was that two seasons ago they started that? I don't even remember. Definitely during last season. That must have been last season. It might have been two seasons ago at this point. I get confused and lost when which season was which. But I think that was definitely last season. They're continuing the integrity story. With the Randy and the weed. Um, this one was kind of about people growing their own weed and whatever. And also had to do with Cartman getting Kyle sent to a Mexican camp or whatever. Sure. Uh, it's always sunny. They were trying to... <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was it was a very always sunny episode. Um... They were trying to create storylines of their people renting out their house. Their, I don't know. It was funny, but uh, go check it out. Uh, SNL comes back on Saturday. Um, Billy Eilish, or however you say her name, is the musical guest, and Woody Harrelson is the host. Uh, but speaking of SNL, uh, NBC announced they were going to launch their own streaming service because, of course, they are. Uh, it's called the Peacock, which, okay. Um, 
But they also announced, in addition to it having like all the episodes of SNL, all the episodes of The Office, all the episodes of 30 Rock, Park and Rec, now they won't have Seinfeld because Seinfeld signed a huge deal with um, uh, Netflix. And that I don't think that was actually owned by any NBC anyways. I think, I forget, Castle Rock Entertainment, which I believe... I don't know who owns that now, but I feel like it was Time Warner at one point. I could be wrong on that, though. Uh, So I don't know. Um, And obviously Friends is owned by Time Warner, and that's going to be on the HBO Max or whatever they're calling their thing. Um, But in addition to that, they announced some new stuff or old stuff being brought back. Let me explain. And I'm assuming the older episodes are going to be streaming on these two. I'm, I'm 100% sure. But Punky Brewster is coming back. Now, if you don't remember Punky Brewster, I don't blame you for not remembering Punky Brewster. But Punky Brewster was in the 80s. It was about an orphan child that lived went to go live with an old man. And there was a dog. And there was she had some friends. And stuff happened. And she got in hijinks. And I remember there was a spider once. They went to, the, to like a cave and there was a spider. I don't know. That, that's all I can remember. It lasted during the... It was... I think it did four seasons in like the 80s. But like... like I think it was originally on NBC. I think. I don't remember exactly. And then I know it went to syndication for its last... At least... Season, last, least the least the last season. If not, maybe even more. Uh, I remember watching it like after school. Like on like... TV 38, but, um, I don't really remember watching, like, the actual episodes as they, like, aired, but I could be wrong, I don't really remember. But anyway, it's coming back, it's going to be a a sequel, it's not like they're rebooting it, they're not, it's not making a new, uh, I think there was a cartoon, too, if I remember correctly, that maybe lasted a season, um, but yeah, no, they're they're bringing back Soleil Moonfry as Punky Brewster, and now she's older and has kids of her own and whatever, shenanigans. I mean, we've seen this before. They they done it with um, obviously Full House was kind of the first one that sort of did this. Um, obviously, Murphy Brown tried it. I don't think that did so great. Um, uh, you know, the Roseanne tried it and it did really well. Then she said some racist stuff or whatever she said. I don't remember at this point. And then they killed her off. And but that's still going. They still have the Connors because sure. Um, but then also, they're bringing back Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how that's going to work either. Um, but it's going to be a sequel. Supposedly, um, from what I've heard so far, Mario Lopez and... Um, What's-her-face uh, that played Jesse are going to be... They're the only ones signed up so far. Now, I don't know that... Mark Paul Gossler is in some other show that I saw recently ads for. I don't know if that will matter, but I don't know how you have the show without him. Um, I don't know if anyone could find Screech. I mean, where's Mr. Belding at? Like, I don't know how this is going to work, but like, they just sort of announced it. And then, so, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Maybe they bring back Miss Bliss. Sure. Um, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, but obviously Saved by the Bell. I used to love Saved by the Bell back in the day. Um, but uh, here we are, 27 years later. 
26 years later, 25 years later? I don't When did it end? Well, hmm, that's a good question because the, there was the college years, but then there was the new class. But I don't think this is counting the new class. Although Mr. Building and Screech were in the new class, so if they're going to be in it, how do you not count the new class? I don't know. We'll find out. Coming to the Peacock. And then I guess they're going to do another iteration of Battlestar Galactica with uh, Sam Esmail. Speaking of Sam Esmail, Mr. Robot comes back pretty soon. And um, that should be good for its final season. Uh, there's the Breaking Bad movie is going to be in, in like a month, I think. Drops on Netflix, El Camino. I think I briefly discussed this last time. Uh, but yeah, they announced, I think it's October 22nd. I could be wrong on that date, but definitely coming up soon. Um, Alright, so let's move along. That's enough for the television side of things. Did I, did I miss anything? I have all these notes that I wrote down. I'm like, I don't even know. Blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, that's it for now. Talk more about it. Other shows and stuff coming back. So all the uh, all the CW and um, the DC shows. or I don't know about all of them, but a bunch of them start coming back and soon uh, arrows wrapping up and flash and they start uh, batwoman is gonna kick off too and they're doing the whole infinite crisis on infinite earths is that what it's called or is that the one they already did i forget what they're doing they're doing the crossover episodes which apparently is gonna be like re- re- go through time and have different plot lines and 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 different characters playing different characters. Apparently, like, they're bringing back Burt Ward to be Robin. And, like, I guess um, possibly people from Smallville are coming back. And and other versions of characters from other previously done DC stuff. It's going to be crazy from what I understand. So I'm really looking forward to that. But we'll get to that in due time. Um, all right, let's move on. Um so it's time for games for games for Greg. Uh, so a couple things to note before we get into that. Um, so the Sega Genesis Mini came out last week. Uh, I did pick it up. I haven't actually played it yet, but I do have it. It's sitting right next to my Sega SNES Mini and my Nintendo Mini and my Neo Geo Mini and uh, Commodore 64 Mini and PlayStation Classic. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of these. <laughs> Eh, they're cool to collect. I don't know. They're kind of fun. Uh, I mean, there's easier ways and better ways to play a lot of these games, and a lot of, you know, especially the PlayStation versions, there's a lot of better versions of these games. But, you know, I mean, considering, like, a lot of the games that are on the SNES Classic or the NES Classic are now just, like, available on the Switch online, it's like, okay. And it's like, obviously, the Sega Genesis Mini, it's like, all, most of those games are on the Sega Genesis collection you can get for the Switch. So it's like, it's more of a, it's more of a collector's item than it is actually a functional, like, need for, um, games. Because there's lots of other places you can find a lot of these games. I mean, there are some that are kind of, like, more elusive and be like, oh, well, all right, hmm, okay, that's all right. I haven't played this game forever because it's not on these things or whatever, but... And when they throw out, like, the new games that have never been released. I mean, I guess that's the selling point a bit. Uh, but also came out last week was the Switch Lite. Um, so, if you have a Switch, I don't know why you'd necessarily need a Switch Lite if you don't have a Switch and you want a maybe cheaper 
version and don't really care about playing it on your TV version of the Switch, then definitely. Like, if you need something to replace your, like, 3DS, like, yes, definitely, absolutely. Like, that's what it, that's what this is for. This isn't replacing your, your regular Switch, because, like, it doesn't have all the features, um, you know, it can't hook up your TV, at least not yet, I'm sure people are working on that. Um, so it's, like, you know, definitely a, um, stripped down, cheaper version, although I've been hearing there's already been issues with some of the joysticks, um, which had, there was issues with the Joy-Cons, the joysticks have started drifting, uh, with the Joy-Cons, it's a little bit easier, because you can just attach them, you know, get new ones, or Nintendo said they will replace them, with the Nintendo Switch Lite, they're attached, so it's a little bit harder to figure out how that's going to work, um, but yeah, and then also to go along with Nintendo Switch Lite coming up, the Zelda Link's Awakening came out, the new uh, revamped, remastered, re- redone version for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it was originally a, um, it was originally a, a Game Boy game. It was actually, I guess it would be the fourth game, Zelda game because Zelda, The Legend of Zelda come out, Zelda 2 Link's Adventure on NES. And then a link to the past had come out on SNES before Link's Awakening came out on Game Boy. Now this is the third different version of it because there was a Game Boy Color version, which was basically just the same game they colored. And then this one they completely revamped it. And I don't know how much they've changed of the game. I can't say I ever really played Link's Awakening all that much. I probably played a little bit of it, but and I haven't played this new one obviously. But um, it'll be interesting to see how much different they are. Uh, not in terms of like the graphics, obviously, because obviously that's different, but just the functionality and maybe if there's anything kind of different with, you know, the layout of the land or the dungeon dungeons or characters or whatever. I don't know, but I don't know yet because um, uh, I haven't played either of them, but um, I'm definitely intrigued. I will say that. Um, all right. So let's bring up. The uh, list of games, um, so, well, before we get to new game, I have to talk a little bit about um, the old game, the game I've just played. Tomb Raider, The Prophecy, on the Game Boy Advance. Um, you know, here's the thing. Um, I never, I didn't own a Game Boy, I never owned a Game Boy Advance, I don't own a Game Boy Advance. I have play, ways of playing Game Boy Advance games, so uh, I did buy some Game Boy Advance games. Um, the nostalgia of the Game Boy Advance isn't there for me, so like for me playing this sort of game, I I don't, you know, it, it's not even so much the game itself, but just the Game Boy Advance kind of era of games. They don't totally do much for me and a lot of them were ports of games that were like on playstation 2 and stuff and it's kind of like yeah i don't know how you do that and you know and you know they obviously been doing that since you know whenever it's like you get a version of the you know nba jam on on the uh on the uh, game boy it's not nearly what it is on the playstation but or or the sega or whatever uh, but, you know, it's kind of, it's it's got the Game Boy, you know, I grew up with Game Boy, I played the Game Boy, so it's got that little kind of an appeal. Whereas with the Game Boy Advance, I don't, I don't really have that, so to play like a Tomb Raider game, and I think this one is specifically was exclusive to Game Boy Advance, but, 
um, there was others that are on there that are um, were just ports, like stripped down ports that are you know, completely different. It's like I'd rather just play the PlayStation or PlayStation Two versions or whatever. Um, you know, obviously this being a own its own game on on Game Boy Advance. All right, fine. I played it for a little bit. Did, couldn't really get into it. Wasn't really my like. You, I was walking around like finding stuff and killing dogs or wolves, I should say. They were wolves, not dogs. Um, and I, I didn't really. It just kept. It was very repetitive. The same thing over and over again. I'm just like, when do I get to do stuff? And then I kept getting eaten by wolves and uh, and falling off cliffs. So yeah, meh, not great, not great. I'm not gonna, not gonna, not gonna lie. All right, so uh, let's do this. We'll get pick a new game, and we'll talk about it next time. Fifteen ninety six random number generator. Fifteen ninety six. All right, what what number we got? One thousand one hundred and thirty three. Um. I'm guessing that's going to be a PlayStation game. But let's see. Could be wrong. I don't know which PlayStation, though. It could be PlayStation 2. Or maybe even 3. Alright. 1,133. We got... Demon Souls. Okay. So this Demon Souls, all right, I have never played this. It is the f- precursor to uh, to Dark Souls. So, yeah, so Dark Souls, um, which again I've never played because I wanted to kind of play them in order. So I was like, should I go back to Demon Souls before I start Dark Souls? These games are notoriously difficult, so I don't know how far I'll get it before I, you know, pick a new game. But if it's good and I get into it, I'll definitely keep playing it. But um, yeah, alright. On the PlayStation 3, Demon's Souls. I don't know if they've ever ported this one over. I know they ported all the other Dark Souls over to PlayStation 4. But I don't think they did Demon's Souls. And I don't know what the difference is necessarily between like Demon's Souls and Dark Souls. Other than obviously it was the first one. Um, but yeah, alright. There we go. Demon's, Demon's Souls. Moving on to games for Greg. We'll talk about that when I talk. We get something that I get to playing it, and we'll talk about it next next time, or uh, maybe not next time because I. It's kind of a longer game, PS3 game. So my, if I get into it, I might play it for a bit. I, so we'll get to it at some point. Um, also, because I plan on doing another episode next week, so I don't know if a week's really going to be enough time. Um, yeah, so games rigged. So let's move on. Uh, Concert concerto. Now I didn't go to any concerts. Uh, like I said before, my next concert that I have planned to go to is not until end of November. Steel Panther, whose new album should be out very soon. Is it out this week? Hmm. It didn't already come out, did it? No. Heavy metal rules. Yeah, it comes out this week. I was gonna say, it comes out tomorrow. As I'm recording this on the 26th, comes out on the 27th, comes out tomorrow, check it out. Um, yeah, I was like, I know it comes out soon, but I don't think it's come out yet. 
But speaking of albums that have come out recently, I did finally get a chance to listen to. I finally listened to the new Two album, and I listened to the new Slipknot album. Um, I will say... Let, let me just say this. Uh, the new Tool album... Um, it's an interesting album, because... And I think I talked about this before, but there's really only six songs... So, like, the album, the CD version, or whatever, has seven tracks, one of them which is, like, an instrumental song. The Like, the digital version has ten tracks, I think, but the other songs are, the added songs are just instrumental or interludes or whatever. So there's really only six songs, and all six of the songs are over ten minutes long. And, I don't know, they're just tool songs. Like, they're just, like... long tool song i mean they're not bad there's nothing bad about them it's just like you know when you kind of go back and remember like sober or like prison sex or even like um you know from the first album or like you know you know i don't know pick something out of the h off the second album or whatever they weren't like super long you know i mean they were decent decent but they had like an you know a certain length them and they're like okay that's all right cool like that was it like and then here here's another song that's like 10 minutes long and that other song was like all right that's cool background like kind of like whatever but it's like when all of those songs are the 10 minute kind of like background like kind of ambiance music you know sort of like songs are you know for some of the like good portion of the song like you know 10 minutes long they're not it's not all you know, there's good instrument, there's good long instrumental parts in a lot of these songs. It's kind of like it loses its like a, the songs of and of, in and of themselves lose their like identity, and it's kind of like it's just here's a long, you know, it's just I don't know they kind of blend together, I guess, which is, I think is the point of the interludes. But then it's like you just back right into it, and there's nothing wrong with that, and that's tool for you. But um, and especially the last few albums. But it's like, I kind of remember Tool, you know, when I first got into Tool, it, was, it wasn't it was like that. You know, there was some of that, definitely, but it wasn't all that. And now it's like, oh, that's just, all, that, that's all there is. It's like, oh, you want to listen to that new Tool song? Oh, yeah, it's, it's 12 minutes long. Oh, you want to listen to the other song, Tool song? Oh, yeah, it's, it's 14 minutes long. It's like, you know, where's, like, the five-minute long song? And I'm not saying, like, they needed to, like, placate to the radio or anything like that i mean that's not really what you need to do these days but at the same time it's like if i'm listening to these songs like maybe give me like something like here here's like uh, you know something you know I, you know i don't know it's just and, and that was one of the issues i had with like metallica with like saying anger it's like they went from like doing load and reload which like had a lot of different variety on them and like different lengths of songs you know i mean you know, they're all still pretty long, I mean, Metallica songs or whatever, but then it's like they went to St. Anger, and it's like every song had to be eight or nine minutes, and it's like, it doesn't need to be that way. It's like, Enter Sandman's like five minutes, and that's like a great song. It's like, you know, I get it, like one was like eight minutes or, or whatever, however long one is, but it's like, you know, there's there's other great songs that they've had that don't need to be that long, and it's just like, I feel like Tool kind of lost that aspect. It's like, eh, all these songs. Like, people expect us to have long songs. So we're going to have these 12-minute long songs. And it's like, nah, if you had a cool, like, five-minute song, it would have been okay. Uh, but whatever. Um, but overall, not bad. Um, Slipknot, 
this album, um, you know, again, Slipknot is, you know, certainly over the years have had very a lot of variety in their albums, and I can't say this is any different. Um, uh, I still find it weird that, um, you know, the name of the album is, um, uh, wow, I'm blanking, Not, Not Our Kind, is that the name of the album? Why am I, um, not our, you are not our kind, we are not your kind, damn it, why am I blinking on the name of the album now, um, we are not your kind, yes, it's a, it's a friggin' theme song for NXT, which we're talking about at a, at a lot coming up, so I should remember it, we are not your kind is the name of the album, but the name of the song that that lyric is from is not on the album, it's on like the Japanese version, but it's not on the regular version, for some reason, it was released as a single. I get it was released as a single like a year or so ago. But like, why would you then put it on the album? It's the name of the album. It's just so weird. Um, um, but anyways, the whole album is a, of itself. It's pretty good. It's, you know, it's very Slipknot um, oriented where it's, you know, it's got a lot of variety. It's got your heavy metal, like really like loud, you know, like people equal eh, sort of I, I don't want to say the word, it's surfacing type of very angry, aggressive stuff. But then it's got its laid back kind of vermilion type type things. I mean, I'm just comparing, um, you know, songs from other albums or whatever. But like, you know, it's it's definitely got that variety. And, you know, I mean, there's obviously a lot of, you know, I, and, you know, it, it's kind of weird because like you, when you listen to some of these songs, it's kind of like, yeah, this song easily could have been on a Stone Sour album too. And it's like sometimes you listen to Storm Sound, it's like, man, this could have been a Slipknot song. You know, it's, and it's kind of like, well, where do, where does he, where do they draw the line? And, you know, I get it. It's not the same band. Although I think half the band from Stone Sour is from Slipknot. And I think they actually, one of the guys left to focus on Slipknot from Stone Sour. But anyways, um, yeah, cool album. You're not your kind. Check it out. I mean, Tool, Fear, um, in fear, whatever, however you say it, uh, it's also cool, uh, Barrett, let's move on, time for the sports splash zone, oh boy, okay, um, well, the Patriots are 3-0, that's the good news, um, they <laughs> had a bit of a roller coaster ride with this whole Antonio Brown thing, so, I mean, I don't know if I really want to hash on this anymore, but, um, so, as we talked last time, Antonio Brown got his way out of Raiders, signed with the Patriots, then got accused of some stuff. Patriots are kind of like, eh, I don't know. He's just got accused. It's only civil, it's not legal, or it's uh, it's not criminal. So let's we'll hold off. Uh, NFL is doing their investigation, and he played. Played in week two, had a touchdown, had a few catches, looked pretty good. And then some other stuff came up, came out to be about some artist that he, something happened and there's some inappropriate, inappropriateness, I guess, or whatever. And she accused him of this. And then here's the thing that got him basically kicked off the Patriots. Cause yes, he got kicked off the Patriots last Friday. It's like he'd already practiced. It was like, they're all ready to go for the Sunday game. And yeah, no, he's gone. There was some text messages that got sent to this woman that were kind of it's the it's kind of weird as to what exactly the purpose of them was. Like basically he was sending a text message to his agent or lawyer or friend or something 
Um, but she was on the text messages and there was pictures of like her kids and basically it, it could be misconstrued as maybe like he was, um, threatening the kids. Other people didn't see it that way. They thought maybe like, oh, he was, he was just pointing out like, oh, is the kids are, look like they're poor and she's just trying to get money to pay for her kids or something. I don't know. Regardless, Patriots are like, whoa, 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 whoa. All this other stuff that happened before, that was before you are on the team. Like, you know, you're here now. We wanted you to focus on football. You know, kind of put this other stuff, like, behind you. And then when they found out he was sending these texts while he was still in the Patriots, they kind of were like, all right, you know, this is all rumor and hearsay, but this is the reports that have come up. No, nah, you're gone. No, nah, we don't need that. You're gone. Um, Tony Brown was like, cool about it initially he was like oh thanks patriots for the opportunity blah 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 and then he kind of ripped into robert Kraft after the fact um and um sure um so he's gone patriots are still 3-0 though so but you know they got a big uh, they have probably their um biggest um so far the their toughest matchup so far this coming up this week against the Buffalo Bills. I know that sounds kind of weird, but yeah, the Bills are three and zero and in Buffalo, so you never know. They've had some issues in Buffalo in the past, so and Buffalo is not terrible. They're three zero, but again, they haven't really played anyone either, so <laughs> tough to know, tough to know. Um, but that's the, I mean that's you know still it's only three weeks in. We're going head to week four. Um. So we'll find out more this week, I guess. Um, my fantasy team, one of them is terrible, and the other one's doing really well. So that's cool, right? And then I did the third one for for fun, and that one's doing okay. Um, NHL is about ready to kick off. Uh, we're less, less than a week away from the first games happening. Uh, Bruins uh, open up on the road against Dallas next Thursday, I believe it is. So a week from today. Uh, I've been watching a little preseason. They still have another preseason game to go. Krejci got hurt. Great. Fantastic. Terrible. Um, uh, already hurt. Thank good, good work. I mean, obviously they didn't have a lot of... They didn't have a very long offseason given they went to the Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals, which I don't really want to talk about. But regardless of that, um, looking forward to the new season. Kicking off. Kicking off. Dropping pucks. Uh, some new rule changes that were kind of interesting. They, they basically all the weird things that happened in the playoffs last year that led to goals that weren't reviewable are now reviewable. So it makes sense. Um, they've kind of changed the structure of that a bit, where the you can challenge basically anything, but like if you get anything wrong, you get a penalty, and then obviously uh, things can be will automatically be challenged um, in the last minute of regulation and overtime. So you wouldn't have to challenge; you could just be uh, automatically reviewed um so you wouldn't get a penalty if if you're wrong but offsides um offsides and goal uh, offsides and goalie tender interference were the ones that were always challengeable but now you can challenge if something was played with a high stick that led to a goal so obviously high sticking into the goal was always reviewable but high sticking that then is played by someone else into a goal uh, something goes off the netting, which happened to the Bruins. If there's a hand pass, which happened to the Blues. Um, and it leads leads to, goal, to a goal. That can be reviewable. Now, it's something that has to be kind of immediate. 
which is are not immediate, but it's got to be within the possession, offensive possession. So it's kind of like offsides in that way, which always is weird to me because it's like, oh, that guy was offsides five minutes ago, but the puck never left the zone, so it's still reviewable. It's like, okay, but that had nothing to do with the actual goal. Um, you know, so it's similar to that. Uh, they can review uh, major penalties and high sticking four minute minors to determine whether or not they should have been that or can be reduced. Um, the, another new weird one is like the, the, this one is kind of weird to me. Uh, the, so they changed sort of like the offside, uh, the not offside, the, um, um, face offs after icings and it can be chosen by the team that, is in the offensive zone and also power plays, meaning power plays. But the other thing that they changed was if someone shoots the puck into the zone from outside the zone, which is a weird one, but I'm not quite sure how it's going to work. But then the other thing they changed too was if the puck goes off of of um, a player in the attacking zone, the faceoff is still going to be in the attacking zone. That's changed. That that didn't used to be case. The only way it used to be that is if it was a shot on net. If it wasn't a shot on net, it'd be come outside the zone, or if it hit the post too. I think they changed the rule to if it hit the post too. So like if you shoot on the goalie and it bounced off the goalie into the netting, it was always in the zone. If it bounced off the post in the zone, now if it bounces off of anything, it's still gonna be in the zone. They're trying to get more offense going. So that was a weird one too. But um, yeah. Uh, MLB regular season is wrapping up. I'm honestly not paying much attention to it since the Red Sox have basically been out of it for the last few weeks. I mean, they've really been out of it since like the middle of August, but there was a rust. There was a little bit of a chance there, and then it kind of fell apart, and now they're completely done. So I'm not really paying any attention. Uh, I mean, the only things yet to determine, I guess, are um, for the National League. Who has the overall best record, I think, is... I think Atlanta can still catch the Dodgers. I'm not 100% sure about that. And then the Brewers can still catch the Cardinals for the division title as opposed to the wild card. And the AL, still some things to iron out. Um, the um, I want to say the divisions have all been clinched. Although Minnesota... Uh, Cleveland might still be able to catch Minnesota... Not sure about that. There, Minnesota might have clinched. I'm not sure. Either way, but Cleveland's not. So it's Cleveland, Tampa, and Oakland all still fighting for those two wild card spots, and then the Yankees and Astros are basically fighting for the overall best record. Which then I think they're also kind of fighting with the Dodgers. But it all starts next week. The playoffs. Uh, we'll talk about it more next week when we know actually who the teams are and where they're seating. Um, so let's move on. We got fights for money. Uh, so my predictions from last time turned out uh, pretty pretty good. Um, Justin Gaffey won. Tyson Wilder won. So now the um, the prevailing thought is that he will now go on to face uh, Deontay Wilder, which I guess was originally supposed to happen maybe in November, but. I guess Fury had a bit of an eye injury from this fight, so it might end up getting delayed till next year. Uh, and then 
the other UFC fight night, Carla Esparza won. And then the Jeremy Stevens and um, I'm blanking on who he fought, but hold on one second. The Jeremy Stevens um, and um, Yair Rodriguez match. Bit of, bit of controversy. Now, this was taking place in Mexico, so okay. Uh, so, 15 seconds into the bout, um, there was an eye poke. Um, I think uh, Rodriguez poked Stevens accidentally, or whatever, and um, he couldn't, he had a really bad eye injury and couldn't finish, he couldn't continue, so it was just no contest. So, people were kind of flipping out because this is the main event of the evening and it lasted 15 seconds and there was a no contest, so. But, um, you know, I mean, the, the UFC's got to be careful with the health of these guys, and if you can't see, you can't fight, so. And obviously, if it, you know, in a situation where it was an accident and it was an eye poke, I mean, there, I mean, I don't know, you gotta. Stinks for the people that are there and bought tickets and whatever to not have a finish and also, you know, only last 15 seconds, but, uh, it is what it is. Um, so, all right, let's move on. We got some, we got a fight night coming up this Saturday. Uh, it's all on ESPN Plus. Um, it, it's from Denmark, which is interesting. Um, so I don't know what actual time it starts. It's all on ESPN Plus, which I don't have, so I don't know what, I can't even look it up. Um, but the, so there's supposed to be a couple of big fights. The Gunnar Nelson was supposed to take on Thiago Alves in the, in the co-main event, but then Alves had to pull out and got injured. They replaced him with another guy, and now he's not even Gunnar Nelson's not even not even co-main event. So we won't even talk about that. We'll just talk about the main event, which is Jack Hermanson. Um, he is Jack. He's got a nickname, right? The Joker. Okay, that makes sense. Jack the the Joker, Jack Hermanson, because sure, the Joker coming out next week makes sense. Uh, he is Swedish, by the way. Uh, this takes place in Denmark, so I guess he's the home crowd guy, sort of, maybe, not really, though. Um, uh, I'm not sure if if their Sweden-Denmark connection is good. I, I, I don't really know. Um, but he's taking on the Killa Gorilla, Jared Cannonier. Uh, Cannonier 11-4. Jack Hermanson, nineteen and four, so it should be a good bout. It's a uh, middleweight bout. I should I should have mentioned that. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with Jared. Ja- I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with the Joker. I gotta go with Joker. Jack Hermanson, the Joker. Jack Hermanson. I mean, with the Joker coming out, just makes too much sense. This takes place, like I said, Saturday the twenty eighth. Also taking place Saturday the 28th um, from Los Angeles at the Staples Arena. We're moving on to boxing. Uh, there's a big uh, big fight card happening. Three title matches going down um, in Los Angeles on Saturday night on pay-per-view. Fox Sports pay-per-view. Uh, we got uh, Mario Barrios taking on Bater Akomedov. For the vacant WBA regular junior welterweight title. So, there we go. Um, I'll take Mario Barrios in that fight. 
Uh, next up in the next title match, we got uh, Anthony Durell, Durell taking on David Benavidez. 12 rounds for Durell's WBC Super Middleweight title. Um, okay. Do am I stay with the champ or go with the new champ? I'm going to go. I'm going to stay with the champ. Anthony Durell. Oops. And then in the main event of the evening, in a. Uh, in a uh, IBF WBC welterweight unification title match, we have Errol Spence Errol Errol Spence Jr. taking on Sean Porter, twelve rounds. Um, I don't. Let me look real quick to see. I'm not sure which one's which right now. Uh, in terms of who owns which title, uh, welterweight, welterweight, blah blah blah. blah, blah hello. Alright, Errol Spence is the IBF. Sean Porter is the WBC. Of course, Terrence Crawford's WBO and Manny Pacquiao's WBA, but those aren't those those guys aren't involved in any of this. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, anyways, uh, I'm going to go. Ah, that's a tough one. I am going to go with Sean Porter. Sean Porter. My pick, Sean Porter. All right. And then there's some more UFC coming up in the next couple weeks, but we'll talk about those later. Um, but another news uh, to go with some UFC stuff. Um, they So Daniel Cormier came out and said he would only fight – he. He only plans on fighting one more time, and the only guy he wants to fight is Stipe Miocic for the the rubber match, the third and final uh, match. And but Stipe Miocic has got some injury issues, so he says he's not going to fight again this year. So if that's going to happen, it won't happen till next year. I don't know if Cormier's going to change his tune and set and want to fight somebody else because supposedly they were eyeing that for the December fight, um, but. Because they have a spot open, a spot open for the December pay-per-view that they have, uh, but um, obviously Miocic's not going to be ready for it. So will Cormier fight someone else, or just push back and put something else in that spot? I don't know. We'll find out. But there it is. Um, and also, um, we'll talk about it in a couple weeks. But they announced this is a weird one now for the uh, big pay-per-view card coming up in November. From Madison Square Garden. They've already announced the uh, main event. Uh, which is Jorge Masvidal taking on Nate Diaz. But they announced that it's going to be for the BMF title. Um, I don't want to explain. I don't have, I don't think I would need to. Or I don't. Well, I don't need to explain that to you. I hope uh, B stands for bad or baddest. And MF stands for, well, you should know. Steve Austin used to have that on his BMF on his uh, on one of his uh, vests that he used to come down the ring. I remember that because I'm like, what? Wait, BMF? What? Oh. I mean, I think he also had DTA in one of them too, but that's don't trust anyone. But he said that a lot. I don't remember him ever saying BMF to anyone. 
uh, at least not on television. Uh, but supposedly this they're gonna create a belt. It's gonna be a one-time thing. It's not gonna be like defended against anyone else. It's just gonna be for these two guys. And the rumor is that The Rock is going to award the belt to whoever wins. Now, don't know if that's official. The Rock kind of just tweeted something about it. Dana White's like, hey, if The Rock wants to do that, we're all we're cool with that. So I don't know if we'll see that. Um, but there's some more Rock news coming up in a bit. So why don't we move on to that? So let's get to the turnbuckle time. Uh, we got so there's so much stuff going on. Like basically, the wrestling world's being flipped on its head next week, seemingly or in the next couple weeks, anyways. Um, so first off, let's couple of new kind of maneuvering things. So obviously next week, um, with uh, Raw staying on Monday, Raw's not going anywhere. Monday Night Raw is staying on Monday nights. Yes, they're having their season premiere next week. Uh, Seth Rollins is fighting Rey Mysterio. Universal title. I think they announced a couple other things, but that was kind of the biggest, the biggest announcement for that show. Um, Tuesday nights, not next week, but starting in the end of October, Impact will be moving to Tuesday nights, as it got, as Anthem bought controlling rights of AX access, and then they're moving it to Tuesday nights. Now, eventually, this is going to be up against the. Um, WWE uh, studio show that's going to be on FS1, which I feel like there was a rumor about what it was going to be called, but it was, I don't think they've officially announced what it's going to be called. And I, if they did, I missed it. But um, su- su- supposedly Renee Young's going to host and be joined by varying other hosts throughout the time. Um, and that's supposed to start, I think, in November. So those are going to go head to head, I guess. But I don't know. I guess maybe Impact didn't really care. So Wednesdays, of course, we have NXT moving to USA Network. It had its debut a couple weeks ago, um, or last week, I should say, with the first hour being on on USA and the second hour being on on the network. Um, the um, Roddy Strong beat Velveteen Dream for the NXT uh, North American title. So now the Undisputed Hour have all the titles. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts because. Nothing really happened this week, but next week, for the debut of NXT, um, the Undisputed are the, the, so, uh, Roddy Strong's not involved. Um, Fish and O'Reilly are defending the tag titles, a rematch for the Street Profits. Adam Cole is defending the title against Matt Riddle. And then uh, Shayna Baszler is defending the women's title against uh, Candice LeRae. So obviously big matches announced because next week is the beginning of ADEW on TNT. And they're airing at the exact same time, 8 to 10. So there's no crossover like there used to be with um, Ron and Nitro. Uh, but uh, So they've announced a bunch of stuff. Um, Cody Rhodes taking on, or sorry, Cody is taking on Sammy Guevara. Kenny and the Young Bucks are taking on Chris Jericho and two mystery partners, which the rumor is it's going to be LAX. Uh, Riho is taking on Nyla Rose for the women's title. John Moxley will be appearing live. Uh, MJF will be taking on Brandon Cutler. And then finally, the match that was supposed to happen at Double or Nothing, Adam Hangman Page will be taking on Pac. Or P- 
Pock, Pack, Pock, whatever. Pock, Pack, whatever, however you say it. He's Neville. FKA Neville. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what they have going on for their first show. Um, there you go. I'm going to the second show, but we'll talk about more of that next week. Uh, and then Thursday, NXT UK is moving to Thursdays. I mean, I forget what they announced for next week. I want to say Piper Nevin versus Isla Dawn. And I know they announced that, um, Kaylee Ray was fighting, um, Tegan Knox, but I forget if that was next week or in two weeks. Either way, they've announced some stuff, but it's all taped anyways. That's not live. It's not live. <laughs> and then Friday night, of course, Friday night SmackDown. Uh, they're doing kind of the 20th anniversary of SmackDown thing, although they've kind of not said that, which is kind of weird. Oh, the other thing announced for Raw, I, going back to Raw, because it just reminded me of that. Um, the Miz is hosting Miz TV with uh, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. We, which I think both of those guys are go, also going to be on SmackDown. Are supposed to be on SmackDown. A bunch of other people are supposed to be on SmackDown. Obviously, they announced Brock Lesnar came back, and he's like he's going to fight Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Uh, um, what what else? Uh, there was the Four Horsemen tag rematch of the tag match that they had a couple weeks ago uh, with Becky and Charlotte taking on um, Sasha and. Bailey, and then uh, Kevin Owens taking on Shane McMahon, a ladder match, where if Kevin Owens wins, Shane McMahon has to leave. If if Shane McMahon wins, Kevin Owens stays fired. So those we'll we'll talk a little bit more about those next week. But here's here's the issue here too, and I should say then immediately following SmackDown on the WWE Network will be 205 Live. It's moving along with SmackDown. There was some rumors that it was just going to get canceled, that it was just going to get kind of move into NXT, be part of NXT. Uh, I thought they should record it after NXT and be on the network, um, but no, they're moving it and having it record after SmackDown. I guess they got that extra hour to tape stuff, so they might as well use it, I suppose. Um, Friday nights on the network... I don't know how great that's going to be, but I guess it really doesn't matter for the network purposes. It's like, you, you can watch it live, but I'm guessing a lot of people watch that stuff on demand anyways. So there it is. Um, I think they said that Leo Rush is checking on Drew Gulak at the... I don't I don't know if they announced when it's going to ta- when it's going to happen, but that was kind of weird to have... So Leo Rush comes back on the first episode of NXT, fights only Lorcan to get become the number one contender for the cruiserweight title which kind of led you to believe okay so after next week the cruiserweight title is not gonna be on nxt after 205 go, live goes away but then they said no 205 live is sticking around but then why did you have the number one contenders match on nxt didn't really make any sense but anyways so i don't know if they've announced when that's gonna happen it might happen at the pay-per-view yes because there's a pay-per-view coming up at hell in the cell not not this sunday but next sunday but they're too focused on doing all these other things that no one has any idea what's going to happen to Hell and Cell. Uh, the Fiend and Seth Rollins, I guess, is still going to happen, regardless of what happens with this match with Rey Mysterio. But, like, Kofi, there's no WWE title match announced. Um, the only other matches that are announced were Sasha and Becky in the Hell and Cell. And then they've announced uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan taking on... Uh, 
Yeah, Luke Harper's back. Wait, have I not talked about that? Yeah, I should probably talk about Clash of Champions. Because uh, I haven't talked about that. Uh, yeah, Clash of Champions happened. <laughs> Luke Harper's back. Um, uh, Drew Gulak won. Uh, AJ Styles retained. Uh, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler beat uh, Strowman and Rollins. Uh, Charlotte Flair lost. No, Bailey won. Sorry, retained. The Revival beat the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross retained. Uh, Shinsuke retained. Becky Lynch retained by but lost by disqualification. Uh, Kofi retained. Uh, Eric Rowan beat Roman Reigns. As I said, Luke Harper came out and helped him. Um, R-Truth retained the 24-7 title, but has since then lost it to Carmella. Um, and then... Seth Rollins retained over Braun Strowman and then got attacked by the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. And now it's Fiend, Bray Wyatt, taking on Seth Rollins and Hell in a Cell for the championship, even though he has to defend it against Rey Mysterio on Raw. Okay, so now, <laughs> like I was saying, Luke Harper returned. So Luke Harper and Eric Rowan taking on Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan at Hell in a Cell is announced. What else is going to happen? I don't know. But here's the problem with this, though, is now that SmackDown's on Friday, I don't know how I'm going to do my predictions because normally I do record these on Wednesdays or Thursdays, and by that point I already know uh, the matches because I like to have this up by Friday so you can listen to it over the weekend before the stuff happens. But now I don't know what I'm going to do because I guess I can just do the predictions on Saturday, but then it's like there's not a lot of time for people to listen and not a lot of people listen to podcasts while they're working, and obviously people aren't working on Saturdays or Sundays, so there's less chance people would listen to those then or have them be relevant. Uh, I don't know. and I, I feel like I'm not the only people in that predicament, but we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, next week's going to be crazy, and for wrestling purposes, um, like, I, like I laid out. I mean, Impact's not moving to Tuesdays yet, but eventually... Yeah, so eventually you'll have Monday Night Raw, Tuesday night will be Impact and the studio show. Wednesdays will be NXT and AEW. Thursdays you'll have NXT UK, even though it's taped and airs earlier in the day because of NXT UK. Friday you're going to have SmackDown and 205 Live. Saturday there's New Japan on Access. Um, and Ring of Honor airs whenever the hell Ring of Honor airs in your area. For for me, it's been recently. It's been Tuesday nights, which is weird, but I usually don't get around to watching it until Wednesday or Thursday, anyways. Uh, but it may air on Saturdays or Sundays in your area. Who knows? Uh, there are obviously pay per views on Sunday nights or Saturday nights, depending on what company is running pay per views, or Friday nights, as is the case with Ring of Honor, which we will talk about now. Um, so yeah, Ring of Honor. Uh, Death Before Dishonor is taking place this Saturday. No, sorry, Friday. I just said Friday, and then I said Saturday. This Saturday, uh, Friday, Friday night. So tomorrow night, as you're, if depending on when you're listening to tonight, I don't know. Uh, from Las Vegas, the Sam's Towns Hotel and Gambling Hall. Uh, it's one of their go-to stops, along with uh, the Hammerstein and the place in Baltimore, and then obviously ECW Arena, and sometimes in Lowell. So there you go. Speaking of Lowell. Before I even go too far, there's actually New Japan Pro Wrestling around this weekend in Lowell on Friday. Then I think they're in York Saturday and Philadelphia on Sunday. 
So if you're around any of those areas, want to check out some New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, go check it out. I will not be checking it out. Um, I kind of didn't even realize it was happening, to be quite honest with you. But I got AEW coming up and may go to Raw in November, so I got my wrestling fix in coming up. Um, All right, plus, you know, with the Red... uh, Not the Red Sox. I'm done with the Red Sox. With the uh, Bruins and Celtics starting up soon, I'm going to be plenty busy with plenty of events to be headed towards. Okay, so let's talk about some Death Before Dishonor kicking off in the pre-show. We got Jeff Cobb taking on Brody King. Um, I go Jeff Cobb. Uh, Next up, we move on to the main card. And again, I think this is... I mean, you can watch this all on the uh, Honor... Honor Club, or also Fight TV. I think it's on regular pay-per-view as well. Let me double-check real quick on my Xfinity. Um, if I can get this to work. Uh, Friday night, pay-per-view. Let's check it out. Ring of Honor, yep. No, that's not it. Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor, yep. Uh, starts at 9 o'clock, or pre-show is at 8.30, starts at 9 o'clock. 40 bucks on Xfinity, pay-per-view. Okay, um, next up we have the Bouncers, the Beer City Bruiser, and the Brawler Malonis. Is that what they call them? Um, taking on Vinny Marseilla and Silas Young. Now, this is a weird one because... I'm not sure why it's not Finny Marseilla and TK O'Ryan would make more sense. I, I'm guessing TK O'Ryan got hurt or something, and they're filling in Silas Young. Now, there's obviously history with Silas Young and the Beer City Bruisers, so it kind of makes sense, I guess. It's a barroom brawl. Um, I'm going to go with the bouncers. Why not? All right, next up we have singles match between Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. Now, I remember pointing out before when they were tag team that there was some shenanigans going on. Eventually, it's going to a match at uh, a pay-per-view, and there it is. So, I feel like Jonathan Gresham has to win this, because otherwise, what do you do with him? I don't think it really hurts Jay Lethal uh you can continue the storyline but I don't I don't think it would I don't I think Gresham has to win but some breaking news uh for those of you um that uh have been following this storyline Melvin Gordon arrived at this Chargers facility maybe finally holding his um ending his holdout and may play football whether that's this week I don't know but if you did draft him in your fantasy team, been holding on for him for a while, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, maybe, possibly, be available for you coming up soon. No, how will it be any good without any sort of uh, um, training camp or, or preseason or anything, and just jumping right into a game? I don't know, we'll find out. But just a little breaking news right there. Um, all right, next up we have the. They're doing a final battle Ring of Honor World Championships number one contender tournament. So 
I think it's eight-man tournament. I could be wrong. Could be more than that. Uh, but they're starting up the tournament. There's two matches on the pay-per-view, and then there's more matches um, at the television taping. So it looks like there's eight guys all together. Winner of the winner of the tournament will get the number one. Will be the number one contender and get the world title match at the final battle pay-per-view in December. All right. So the first one, first match for that is Marty Scroll taking on Colt Cabana. Now this is an interesting one because. It's still unclear as to when Marty Scrolls' contract runs out. Um, so will he even be around for Final Battle? I don't know, because a lot of people thought it was a lot of people thought it was September that his contract was. Now people, then people are saying October, then people are saying November. Could be December. It might just be the end of the year. If that's the case, I could see him, you know, winning this tournament. But even still, I. You know, because it's October 1st, obviously he's losing this. Uh, but I still, I still think he's going to win. And then the other match in the first round is PCO taking on Kenny King. I'm going to go with Kenny King. I know a lot of people love PCO, but like I feel like... Purposes of this tournament, I think Kenny King would be more interesting. Okay, next up we have a singles match for the Women of Honor World Championship. Kelly Klein defending against Angelina Love. Angelina Love obviously will have her allure members in her corner, I would imagine. Uh, Kelly Klein might bring out Sumi Sakai or somebody like that to be in her corner, but I feel like Angelina Love's going to win this new title. Uh, next up, we have the triple threat match for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Uh, Shane Taylor defending against Flip Gordon and Tracy Williams. So, Shane Taylor is leaving Ring of Honor. Uh, they announced a buyout of his contract, and he says he's leaving. And he's going to leave. <laughs> so, the chances of him leaving with the title in this match is probably zero. Uh, Flip Gordon is another guy whose contract is coming up soon, but I don't think as soon as... Marty Squirrel, I think he's still got uh, maybe even a whole other year, or at least six or seven months, I think, left on his contract. So, uh, yeah, go with Flipboard. Next up, we have the tag team title match. It is the Briscoes defending the titles against Lifeblood, Bandito, and Mark Haskins. Let's stick with the Briscoes. And then we have in the main event of the evening, singles match for the world, the ROH World Championship, Matt Taven defending the title against Roosh. Now, Roosh hasn't lost yet, but Jeff Cobb hadn't lost yet when he fought Matt Taven last time. And I don't think they're ready to take it off Matt Taven. I think whoever wins this tournament might get it. So I'm going Matt Taven to retain. And there you go, Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor, take place... Friday night, tomorrow night, tonight, whenever you're listening to this, um, on pay-per-view and uh, Fight TV or Ring of Honor, Honor Club or whatever. Yeah, could be good. Um, lots of rumors swirling that Ring of Honor might be getting bought by other companies, but uh, they're still live and kicking, so there it is. Um, yeah, especially with AEW starting up, it's kind of like, well, where does... Ring of Honor fit into all this. But they're still going. They're still there. They still are. They're putting on pay-per-views. Um, so, could be good. Alright, that's going to do it, I think. 
Do I have anything else on my list? Nope. Not even the right list I'm looking at. No, that's going to do it. I think that's that's everything. We'll be back next week. We'll talk about uh, what happened on Raw and AEW and NXT and preview of SmackDown on Fox and Hell in a Cell, probably. Uh, yeah. All right. That's going to do it. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, as always, go to the blog at Razor Day. Uh, Razor. And uh, also, you know, I'm going to say that for next time. Yep, we're done. Um, <laughs> sorry. I just thought I realized I have a, um, a slam crate to open, but yeah, I'm going to save that for next week. Um, all right. So, yes, go to the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. Of course, uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Leave a five star um, rating, write a review. Let me know what, I, how, what do you think of everything and your thoughts and all that stuff. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at razorvader and all that fun stuff. And come back next week when I'll have another episode as we get closer and closer to 100. Um, yeah, should be fun. I still haven't really thought of anything super special for that, but I do have something in mind. Um, but we'll get to it when we get to it. All right, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Cause I'm